This is a brand new episode of Wake Up Bright. Wake up. With your workout buddies, April and sometimes Yenna. Your hit podcast. Your much needed hit of encouragement, empowerment, and motivation to live and grow each day a little brighter. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back hey. to Wake Up Bright. I'm April. And I'm Yenna. And I guess welcome again. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to um, the Balanced and Bright Collaborative that we are doing. Today we have a guest. Happy November. We had some technical difficulties, so this part's just me chiming in after the fact. Um, we do have a guest, as we shared. Erin from FitLab will be joining us in just a few minutes. I am so excited to be halfway through the Balanced and Bright Collaborative Projects. This past week, we worked on creating a to-do list every day that helped us win the day unit, and I will talk a little bit more about that tomorrow and on tomorrow's episode. And we also added intentional workouts, so at least 20 minutes minutes of exercise three times. So I hope that that went well last week. And as we go into this week, um, we will share this week's kind of prompts or initiatives tomorrow as well. I am just so excited that Erin agreed to hop on and give us a few new to working out tips. And I'm excited to see where this goes. It's connecting. (laughs) Hey, there we go. Hi, Aaron. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, nice to finally meet you too. (laughs) Nice to meet you too. (laughs) How was your Halloween? Halloween was good. We, uh, you know, last year with everything that's been going on, we didn't, our town usually has uh, this, this, they shut down this main street or two streets in our town, like right near the town center. Um, And all the kids would go, trick-or-treating so last year they didn't do that they reopened it again this year but we started a new little neighborhood um uh tradition because we have so many kids on our street so all the neighborhood kids and parents went trick-or-treating around our area and then we went to the the other part of town so my kids brought home this enormous amount of candy like (laughs) the unbelievable i have to hide it from not only them but from myself too and uh yeah but it was it was a lot of fun kids had a blast nice about you guys yeah my son went trick-or-treating for the second time and he had a blast (laughs) i think his bucket got a little bit too heavy when he was (laughs) he was running around like a maniac with this (laughs) we had to actually drop off half the candy halfway through back at our house and then go to the second place because it was getting too heavy they couldn't carry it after a while (laughs) what about you did you guys do anything april um, yeah, so we decorate. I like the day before, th- the day before Thanksgiving, the day before Halloween, decorated our porch. We did like a trunk or treat a couple weeks back. So I just used that stuff and put like spider webs and stuff everywhere. We had we had a couple of trick or treaters, which it's the first time. We- There's not a lot of kids, I don't think, on our block at all, but we had a couple. So that was good. And by us, we have a few people that go all out, not on our street, but on those couple of blocks that they closed down for trick or treating. And in previous years, there's one, some people set up these haunted houses outside of their house. Oh. 
that wow. kids will walk through and uh it's like like a short little thing there's another house that has an outdoor movie theater they set up and they give out popcorn to all the kids like endless amount of popcorn so okay. it's like a really nice town tradition that's been going on for i don't know a couple decades now i guess and anyone who buys a house on those two streets they're told they're warned halloween's a big deal here you know <laughs> we're, right, we're right near sleepy hollow also in new york so it's like a big deal and uh you know anyway it's kind of cool that is cool. I think somebody hosted like a movie night on Saturday here, but we missed it because we went to a party. That's so cute. I wouldn't have thought to do that to set up like an outdoor mm -hmm. screening thing. That sounds like fun. It's a really good idea. Well, we um we invited Aaron here so that he could share some training tips with us and kind of put him on the spot. So in a hot seat. Um, uh oh. Share <laughs> could share a few tips and then as he shares tips, Yana and I will chat with him, ask questions, and and all of the things. So I'll turn it over to you, Aaron. Sure. So I'm assuming we're talking about people who really want to get started in, on a weight loss journey and get back in shape. So I think, um, but I think a lot of the time, it's something we spoke about in a previous podcast that, you know, we're, we all tend to be our own worst enemies, right? And we all tend to overthink things. So I think the number one and biggest tip I have to start off is, you know, don't overthink and don't overcomplicate things. Fitness does not have to be complicated. I know every, there's so many influencers and people out there who make videos and content that, that tries to sound like, or make it seem like there's some proprietary thing, the secret formula that you have to follow and only they know it and you have to follow what they do. And there's no secret formula. It's actually much easier than most people think. And, you know, just don't overcomplicate it. Just start starting and just learning as you go is, you know, the best way to do it. So that's my first important tip, I think. And I'm curious what you guys think of that or, you know, build on it too. I love it. Um, I definitely think no one is going to be, and this has been a common theme that Yana and I've talked about. No one is going to be your hero. Nobody's going to have all of your answers. So I love that because each one of us are so different. We like there's, we're not going to go to one source and find, we might go to one source and find a ton of information that's helpful for us, but usually we're going to have to try and figure out what fits within our lives, what fits within our specific needs and journey. So I love that of going slow, but just starting, I watched a Jocko Wilnick Instagram video right before this right before we hopped on and he was um he apparently was like procrastinating his workout this morning and he's like super dramatic he's i have mixed feelings about him always but he's like i was like playing with the music and i was like setting up my workout and i kept like going back to the music and finally i realized what i was doing and i just pressed go <laughs> when you're when, when you're hesitating or procrastinating get the timer out and just hit go and then he like dramatically like fades yeah i guess well if it works for him then good for him yeah, yeah. i guess you just need to find whatever works for you yeah no, i'll tell you a funny story I don't know this guy. I, I've met him once or twice. He goes to my gym in the area. And, I, you know, I know he started out probably two years ago. He had a lot of weight to lose. And the guy just loves dancing. So, you, I mean, he goes to the gym and he gets on the treadmill and he 
dances his way on the treadmill. Like it's, if you don't know him, it's kind of funny to see, but then you get to know him. He's the nicest guy, but he literally, he doesn't care. He gets on the treadmill and he just, he like walks and dances his way to like, you know, and it just works for him. He does it for like an hour plus sometimes. And he does other stuff too. And obviously he modified his diet and all this other stuff, but, but he just, he does what he enjoys. And I guess that's I part of the that. point. There's no secret formula. He's just, doing he's getting right. more active he's burning the calories in a way that he enjoys mm-hmm. doing and that's the important thing i love that that's yeah. that makes my heart happy <laughs> i just like what i'm what i'm seeing in my head that's awesome. it's it is kind of interesting to see i mean you know and i give him a lot of credit because you got to have some guts to do that all right i wish more people would be like more had more courage to just do whatever makes them happy Yes. Just live their life like they want to. And not that, worry about now, by people. the way, that's another thing. I don't know if we're ready to move on to number two, but it kind of does lead into it, which is, you know, I think so many people are afraid of, of going to a gym. They think that they're going to be judged. They think that it's like a scary place. Oh, I'm not, you know, people are going to look at me and they're going to say, oh, that person is too weak or they're too, you know, overweight or they're too whatever. And they get in their own heads about it. And I think, you know, look, we're all, I think we've said this before, but we're all our own worst enemies with this stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to just go and realize no one, everyone is probably having those same thoughts about themselves, no matter how good shape they're in or not. Most people are all thinking about how they look or how they appear or what others are thinking of them. They're not thinking about anyone else. They're not worrying about you. So that's a big thing that I think a lot of people also need to realize because I hear from so many people that, you know, I'm so scared to go to the gym because I don't know what to do. And what are people going to think of me? They're going to laugh or they're going to whatever. I guarantee it's not the case. It's not the truth. Yeah. I think everybody always thinks, oh, people are looking at me like, no, they're not. I sure when I go to gym, I'm not looking at anyone else. I'm focusing on my own thing. And I bet most of the people are the same way <laughs> when they go. Yeah. And I think, I think most people lose that too. I think everyone has some like gym intimidation feelings when yes. they start and very quickly it fades away. But I mean, just the fact, like if you think about gyms, typically there are mirrors everywhere. The mirrors mm-hmm. are there so that we can look at our own selves. Most people are <laughs> looking at their very own self. They don't have time for anybody else. They're looking at their workout and not in a vain way necessarily, but like. They're not there for the creepers. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every gym has those too. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and sometimes asking a friend to go, even if they're not going to join the gym, somebody sometimes just having, having somebody with you or um, seeking out a trainer. And I feel like if you have like a set workout that you're going to do helps you stay focused and like maybe be less scared about it because then you know you're hey this is what I'm gonna follow I don't have time to wander around or do like you know yeah so so that's another thing how do people know where how do you know a lot of people also don't know how to find a workout that works for them they don't even know what to do mm-hmm. so that's another barrier to entry right? For a lot of people actually, because they don't want to look stupid at the gym, right? Mm-hmm. They're worried about that, which is not really going to be a thing in reality, but they, in their mind it is, but they're worried about, well, I don't know what to do. How do I, how do I figure out what to do? And how do I set up a program for myself? Well, there's all different ways you could do that, right? Now, some of the ways are, yeah, you can go online, you can search for stuff on YouTube, on Google, whatever, but we all know 
there is a, there's a lot of good information and there's also a lot of bad information. So there, that's a very difficult thing to navigate for a beginner because I've, I've seen so many beginners fall into the trap of basically following someone or, or, you know, and they, Oh, they look great. They know what they're doing. And then they follow them and they follow their workout programs, which turns out are far from great. Right. They might yeah. even get hurt from it. So or it's just one of these fitness scams, whatever. It could be anything, right? And there's some good people out there too. But the point is, is that for beginners, it's a very hard area to navigate and to figure out, well, who do I really listen to? And uh, so I think that's an important whole nother rabbit hole we can go down, you know, at some point, but um, but it's certainly another barrier to entry. Now, there's all other ways you could find it. Like you said, Yenna, you, you could, if, if you're a beginner and you don't know what to do, you can approach a trainer at the gym or speak to the manager there and say, Hey, you know, I really like to get, um, you know, uh, an introduction to the gym. Do you have anyone that can show me around and give me some advice? They should love to do that because it could even help with them selling a program or, you know, having you team up with a trainer or you kind of just casually watch what people do. And you learn. I mean, that's how I learned when I first started working out way back when, when I was 14 years old and I made some mistakes and I made, and then I learned from those mistakes, but I also learned from people who did know. So there's all different ways you can hire an online trainer. You can, whatever, you know, see who people really do recommend to follow online. There's all different ways to go about this, but, um, but yeah, it's not knowing what to do causes fear sometimes. And it also may cause someone to not go or not start. If it is going to the gym, that that's what you want to do. And and you do feel that gym intimidation. You don't know what to do and you don't know what to look for, for working out it. There's safety in the cardio deck, like just go to where the cardio machines are. And I still get anxiety sometimes. So if you experience this, it's normal. I'll like press a button and it doesn't turn on. And I'm like, Oh no, this is embarrassing. I broke it. And so I'll get on like three machines before I find like one. And I'm like, Oh, it powers on and we're good. And just like, get used to being there. Like I like, I like to keep it simple and pairing that with that. Just go like, if you, sometimes you just go and maybe your mission that day is just going and going inside. Like if you do that, like that's, you're good. <laughs> the lay of the land and like figure out where things are. That's, that's right. great. And then you can and research like from there. Work. I had problems with one of the, I don't know what it's called in English, but one of those machines you can pull and it goes up and down if you want to move it in a different height but it was on down cable machine or let yes the cable one okay so it was on the bottom and i was like i need it on the top and somebody else and i just could not get it to move and i'm just like you know i'm just gonna skip this and i'm like no i'm not going to skip this i just asked the dude next to me like hey um (laughs) do you have any idea how to move this because i cannot get it to move and he just did i'm like thank you like this at the moment i was like well this is kind of embarrassing but i'm like whatever i didn't get it to move somebody else did thank you (laughs) like just I have to get over myself. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. By the way, I'm that guy in the gym sometimes that if I see somebody doing something wrong or dangerous, like bad form that I, I could clearly tell they're going to hurt themselves or I could see they're struggling. I'm that guy that will go over and just kindly introduce myself, say, hey, you know, I just want to notice what you're doing. If you don't mind, can I offer you some helpful advice? Most of the time, they're totally cool that I end up making a new friend out of it and I help them and I feel great and, you know, ends up being a nice little friendship and we talk anytime I see them there. But sometimes they end up giving me the dirty look and they hate the fact that I even approach them. I don't know if they're 
they're embarrassed or they're, they just have, you know, their egos getting the better of them, but it, you know, and they tell me to go, you know, go jump in the lake, go F off or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but the point is that there's always people there that can be helpful and will want to actually help out. I do think it's a community where it's going to be the exception, not the rule when somebody is rude to you. Like most of the time when you go into a gym, people are going to be welcoming and kind. They may not, they may be too focused on their own workouts to like be overly warm and greet you. But at the gym, people are there for a common goal of bettering their own self and their own fitness. And most people are going to, if you ask, will totally be willing to help you. And they may even help you a lot more. You might just ask them to fix the machine for you or how to turn it on. And they may give you a like, an hour's worth of insight that maybe you didn't want, but like, it's a great place. It's a great place to go when you are getting started. And it's a great place to just meet people too. Like, so yeah. Well, any more tips for us, Aaron? Um, I mean, I could list a million, but I think, uh, I think another really good one is, you know, setting uh, realistic goals for yourself, setting a reasonable, realistic, achievable goal for yourself. That's based on sustainability. So sometimes people have a difficult time right off the bat, identifying what that might be. So that's where, again, research and learning comes into play. Okay. Learning how, if weight loss is a goal, how much is a realistic amount to try to lose per week or what is a realistic amount of muscle or strength to you can build over a period of time or a set period of time. It's got to be a measurable goal. It's got to be um, achievable. So these are things that are often overlooked and someone will even sometimes defeat themselves before they start because they come up with this overwhelming goal, this overarching, like huge long-term goal, like, okay, I want to lose, you know, 200 pounds, but they don't have a data attached to it. They just have this big number in their mind and they let that define everything and they, and they can't imagine how they're going to get there. So part of setting a realistic goal is it's okay to have a bigger goal like that, but to break it up into much smaller tranches, smaller chunks. And like, even if it's, you know, every have a small goal every week, I'm going to get to the gym or I'm going to exercise for at least half an hour a day at least three or four days this week, every week going forward at that, that's a goal, right? Have a way to measure that, whether it's on a Fitbit or Apple watch, or that, you know, you dedicate time in your schedule for it, right? That could be a great realistic short-term goal that supports a bigger goal. And it could even be, like you said, April, it could be just doing something small at first, starting to go for a walk every day for 30 to 40 minutes and building that up over time. And then building up your speed over time or including Hills over time. And every, every, week or two, you could increase it slightly to add a bit more of a challenge as you build up to it. But setting a realistic goal of, you know, losing, you know, one pound or two pounds per week at most, nothing more than that. That's because we know that's too much if you go beyond that, right? It could become unhealthy if you go beyond that. All these different things, you set a series of smaller, reasonable goals that will ultimately help you to get to that ultimate bigger goal and not focusing on the bigger one, focusing on the smaller one, the smaller ones, I should say, and keep mm-hmm. focusing on that over time. And that's how you get to your, you know, where you want to be. And it's also how you get started better too. 
with it. Yeah. <clears throat> then you don't just wander around aimlessly. <laughs> Very true. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Erin. Um, it's been awesome having having you here today. And maybe you'll come back. Maybe we'll make oh, trainer day a thing. <laughs> um, I'd love to. So the book that we are reading is The Gift of Imperfection by Brene Brown. We are going over guidepost one tomorrow. So um, on Wednesday, come with guidepost or Tuesday, 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 guidepost one. <laughs> and Gina, do you have anything to add? Nope. <laughs> well, I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Have a great day. Bye.